everybody, this is Mike Hopes of the 717 Social Club Podcast. And I just want to tell you, between you and me, today's episode is pretty fucking good. That's right. We talk about relationships. We have a little cameo appearance. We do little food testing. If you're from Lancaster, heck, if you're from the entire planet, the entire world, you're going to want to listen to this episode. Let me tell you, because we cover the entire gamut. I'm pretty sure that's a word that Mr. Mel taught me in ninth grade. And if not, I apologize. But if so, (laughs) we cover the entire gamut. So you're going to sit back, relax. And or if you're working on a construction site, you better uh, keep moving. Especially if you're a traffic cop. Uh, Make sure you don't let those uh, cars kill those little kids. Uh, And enjoy the show. Thanks. I might sound a whole lot like Tim Donst, but nope, this is the real Mike Hopes. I'm alongside with Melissa Schmidt and Turkey Mike. Mike Andrews, That's no right. longer Turkey Mike. <laughs> no, I, I, the artist formerly known as Turkey Mike. I mean, if, if our <laughs> listeners want me to be Turkey Mike, I will concede Turkey Mike. If I was in Bethlehem, I 100% would have changed our Twitter and Facebook to Mike, Melissa, and Turkey Mike. <laughs> Just to let you know. Wow. It'd make writing it a lot easier because for the descriptions, I always have to put down Mike Andrews and Mike Hope. So if I can just say Turkey Mike. It would save a lot of time and energy. Do you know how hard it is to get rid of a nickname once you have one? It's really difficult. Plus, I also liked the idea that the initials are TM for like trademark kind of. So if we do Mike and Melissa TM. Cut the bullshit. That would not be why you would (laughs) like putting TM in in his tag or names. I like it. I was in Bethlehem. You were in Pottsville. How was that? Uh, yeah, Pottstown. I just visited friends. Uh, they're going. They're moving to Florida. So before they head down to the warmer weather, they're going to be permanent snowbirds. I guess I think is a different thing. They're... Without even thinking about it, I just shook my head and like, sorry for their loss. Like they're moving to Florida. Hmm. It's, yeah. it's just, it's in my blood. I don't know. It's the same thing with Jersey. You know, connotations with states. There's something about Jersey. I, I used to live in Jersey, and there's something about Jersey I can't just can't get behind. <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I hear it, something happens inside me. I'm just, like, shaking my head. Oh, sorry. What do you think the most positive thing about New Jersey is? Because I hear a lot of negative, but I want to hear the positives about New Jersey. I would argue Jersey has the number one hot dog restaurants in the country. Possibly the world. They also have a section called Little India, where the first time that I had a dosa was... Which was delicious. It's like a flat, really thin, flat pancake almost. And then, like a uh, crepe or different? Yes, similar to that. And then they fill it with uh, meat sauce. That it, The one I had tasted like a, a fancier curry chili and then cheese on top. And the place also usually gives out like a complimentary soup. Like they just have a vat of soup up top. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, fun. my God. It's What's genius. the name of the uh, bread that's like the flat? Dosa. Dosa D- sounds D-O-S-A. A, Dosa sounds a lot better than... We sell Jersey crepes. Because <laughs> anytime you describe something as Jersey, like that's the first adjective, you, you have a little question mark on it. Like, oh, I'm going to sell you a Jersey Band-Aids. I think Jersey's just an excuse to be in proximity of Philly or New York, but not pay New York or Philly prices for apartments. Yes, definitely. Right. I think. Sorry. Yeah, but when you work in Philly and you live in Jersey, you have to pay the bridge toll every day you come over to work. So I assume uh, you and your friends didn't do a last hurrah like a bar or anything because of uh, COVID and whatnot? No bar. I did stop at Wolf and Stoll or Stoll and Wolf. Yeah. Um, I stopped there and picked up a little uh, going away present. Would you get the gin or the whiskey? It was like a three pack of the uh, rye whiskey, the regular whiskey, and the uh, vodka. Fancy. How was it? It was really good. It's probably some of the best whiskey I've had, especially around here. Um, I think the the difference would be like Thistle Finch versus Wolfen. Stolen Wolf. Thank yeah. you, Stolen Wolf. Yeah, those are the three that I know. Of the distilleries out here is Stolen Wolf, Thistle Finch, and then there's Faber. Where's Faber? Because I was looking and I they found... They sell it in our liquor stores as local. So I'm going to say Lancaster. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I... I was like, oh, God. Because <laughs> I was looking for... I had it confused with Hidden Still, which is in Lebanon. Oh, I'm not familiar. We'll yeah. have to go. Of course, speaking of breweries, 
our brewery is going to be on the pod sooner or later. Our town. Our town. Yeah, that would yeah. be a fun little time. While you were away in your pot city, I was in <laughs> Bethlehem, and I saw my buddy's house for the first time. And uh, him and his wife are very nice, but I've never seen a couple with so many photos of themselves. Uh, <laughs> it was very jarring. Question, how long ago were you married? Because that's probably a key indicator. Uh, 2018. Okay, a couple of years. But I had this conversation with our friend Kyle. It was just the picture of the two of them. If it was like uh, me and my wife and friends, I don't count that as like just a couple photo. Cause I get that. More yeah, people. yeah, yeah. But like probably within two rooms of the house, probably... If I had to guess, 18 photos? 18 that's a, that's photos? A lot, right? You don't think that's a lot? I don't know. Were they all in the same place? <laughs> no, but Because if like, it's all on one else, wall. But right. nobody else in the picture. They were all on one wall. Candles lit below them all. Was it like a fun place? Like maybe it was like different adventures they'd gone. Like maybe each one was a different Here's state. Here's a field. Here's another field. Here's a tree. So they've, they've only stayed in Bethlehem and they were taking pictures, pictures in Bethlehem? I can only tell it's different pictures because the clothes change. Yeah, no, you need to just throw in a face or a dog somewhere I, on that wall. And I have some pictures of myself, but generally they're all like fan stuff for the most part. I don't have any uh, Oh, yeah, all my pictures are fan-based as well. I don't think it would have bothered me, but I went to go use the restroom. And while I was on the toilet, I just saw a picture of them hugging, at, hugging <laughs> each other and judging me. And I'm like, why do you have a picture of yourselves in the bathroom looking at me like... Right. It'd be worse if their picture of them like staring at you on the toilet was like, their arms crossed in disgust. Ideas, though. Yeah. That's what I want It'd be less do. weird if I was having sex with someone and I saw a picture of them looking at me. But me using the restroom and them looking at me is just too far. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to put one limits. behind the toilet. Like, it's purposeful when you're peeing. <laughs> behind, yeah, yeah. It's the look And what's us. weird is I don't have stage fright when I'm at the bar. But for some reason, uh, this uh, cute picture did it for me. Uh, so you were in Potts. I was in Bethlehem. Melissa, you look like you came from Narnia with your uh, devil horns, elf horns on your head. Your I, va- horns. I vaguely heard you guys talking something about you just got done playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, my boyfriend started a campaign. He's DMing and uh, he had two friends. So we're all doing it through Zoom. And so it's us in the same house, the two of us in the same house, but Zooming from different rooms and two of his friends. And it's been really fun. I made a character probably when I was 16 and I haven't been able to use it. That was like nine years ago. You're probably one of the only girls on the planet that are happy to have a DM right now. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'd imagine. Uh, What's the campaign so far and what kind of character are you playing? I'm I'm a tiefling warlock, hence the horns, and then I put them on today <laughs> as a joke for D&D, and I was like, I feel so comfortable and at home in these, so uh, I kept them on to show off. I can't believe you didn't wear your elf outfit for it. All right, that's a little too much. I I thought about the ears, but for tiefling, the, the horns work just as well. How into it were the other you and the other people? Like, were you all in costume or and or character voice? No, I'm just the weakest link. So I was like, you see, guys, like I'm still into it, even though I ask questions every time and like bring us like break the fourth wall, like every fucking role. But I'm still here. Because <laughs> you have to like ask questions and stuff. Yeah. Um, how many people are playing together? Just four and two newbies. Is this Dave's first campaign he ever ran? Oh no, he's run many campaigns. Does he do the he's music done... and stuff and sound effects? It's or... been a while, so this is his first time doing it through Zoom. Also, so mm. that's like a new trick for him. He needs like four different screens and probably four more monitors to like keep track of everything how he would prefer. But he's done it like charity kids at the library. He's done like kids campaigns. He's done campaigns with his friends for years. I didn't know the library does Dungeons and Dragons. That's cool. They were, yeah. I thought libraries are for cool kids. I had no idea. (laughs) A bunch of nerds hang out there. I don't know if you remember this, Mike, but during the 80s, there was a Dungeons and Dragons Saturday morning cartoon show. I don't remember that. Yeah, but then there was a kid or two from, I don't know, the mid-80s who ruined that and all Dungeons and Dragons because they killed their parents. They killed their parents and they blamed Dungeons and Dragons. So they took the TV show off. And even to this day, I told my mom, yeah, I could play Dungeons and Dragons. She's like, well, be careful. I'm like, on what? I like the running theme of this podcast is whatever interest Melissa sh- like has somehow factors into murder. <laughs> like it's true. I was like, that. oh man, there's murder in here too. I love it. Does he show the board during Zoom? 
We have a map. Um, yeah, but can the people on the Zoom call see the map? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you have two separate cameras? Like, like... he's yeah. So he's got his face. He's got a dice. So you, oh, so you and him aren't on the same? No, 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 no. Gotcha. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm in a completely different room. Like I'm just another one of his friends <laughs> playing the game. But he's got three different cameras set up: one for his face, one for his dice, and one for the map. If you're looking for extras, I would love yeah? to join. Right. Yeah, I don't know about you, Mike, but I'll let it know. Mike and I did play Dungeons and Dragons together once with some improv friends, and we really enjoyed it. I bet it's fun with like actual theater. It's it's gotta suck for like the couple, <laughs> like the guy looking to spice things up with his girl. And he's like, "Hey, honey, you want to uh, try something different and role play tonight?" And she's like, "Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. As long as I can wear my horns or my elf ears, I'm in." You know, with all this psychic talk, I can't help but think about last week's podcast. How did you guys feel about um, breaking into the spirits unknown? I'm curious what you guys think first. <laughs> well, more importantly, you know, we did the tarot card reading afterwards. You seem very moved by it. Your I've been eyes trying got to reflect. Watered. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we'll put that on a bonus episode in the future. I know Rachel, our editor, our amazing editor, had fun editing all that. Uh, you were moved by the cards themselves or was it like a self-reflection or how, uh, what caused you to be moved so much by them? I think I'm always moved by getting called out about my, my <laughs> thoughts. Anytime someone can see what I'm trying to not just blindly tell someone, I'm like, get out of my brain. And I start like watering up under my eyes. It's just self-defense mechanism. She was like, I see a poor lost girl. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I won't let anyone see that. <laughs> I must be a lost girl, too, because I didn't hear much of your reading because I was walking around getting more booze. But when I sat down, you were like, I, I, got, I can relate. I got the same ones or whatever uh, during your reading. I will say I've never been um, accused of being molested so much as a child. Uh, I have during been the accused. Card reading. <laughs> like she kept asking me and uh, the answer kept being no. Like, so I started self-doubting myself when being like, maybe I blacked out something <laughs> in my childhood. I've had therapists like press me on that, and I'm like, really? I, I don't think, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Are we so fucked up that like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like my therapist was disappointed that yeah. I had no recollection of anything like super like memorable as a kid. It's like they're playing therapist bingo. Like, have you been assaulted as a child? Damn it, that was oh, my that's last one. My, that's on my card. <laughs> Do you have any bullying experiences? Let me check that one off. If you'd have seen me in elementary school, you'd be like, yeah, he was he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. Did you like your reading, Mike? I felt like my reading was interesting. I would say it's going to give me some things to think about. But uh, more so from our conversation that aired last week, I just like that there's uh, that same thing I mentioned. that Thinking about something that I'm doing and whether or not it brings me joy. I'm like, am I doing it? And is it something that I'm happy about? If it is, I'm going to keep doing it. If it's not... I'm not going to do it. Like people you hang out with, clothes you have, all that stuff. It's just like I'm going to use that as a general filter and perspective on things. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I'm I trying to like, do the same. I feel like once you're an adult, like you kind of I think when I turned 30, I was kind of like, oh, I don't have to hang out with people I don't want to hang out with. Right. Like, whether they're family or friends. Like, oh, I don't have to do this thing. I don't have to pretend to like this thing. Like it was a very comforting experience. Yeah, it's nice to be encouraged to like do positive things in, in in any respect. So I think that's what she brought for for myself last episode. So I'm just trying to really hone in, reflect on that. Just hold on to the positivity as tightly as I can. It's slipping through my fingers. <laughs> it was uh, all such a blur. I'm looking forward to listening to them uh, once again. I didn't get a chance to ask her, but I always wondered. One of the fallacies with tarot card readings is that if you ask some questions today, tomorrow you're going to get different answers based on the card. So, like, it's kind of like horoscopes. So, yeah. Like, you know, which horoscope do you believe? Do you believe the one in the New York Times or do you believe the one in the Washington Post? The free ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's less of what you believe in and more what you connect with and, like, how you use it. It's not supposed to be, like... But it's very open-ended. If it too. could tell you what the winning lotto numbers were, they might. Like, that's the thing. But that's not what the goal of that reading. Does that make sense? Yeah, some of her stories are pretty crazy. If you haven't listened, uh, make sure you go back and listen to the last one. Because you're going to want to be caught up when we have our guest next week. Who's our guest next week, Mike? The man, the myth, the legend, Skippy's coming to town. Oh, last, I know that guy. Last name unknown. 
Uh, so if you guys have any questions by chance, feel free to write them in. Questions about his life, maybe some love relationship advice, another fun stuff. You'd, I think you could use the help, Mike, with the relationship category if I do say what so do, myself. What do you mean, Mike? Well, what are you talking about? Well, before we get into that, I'll make you feel better by telling you a relationship story quick. You want to hear oh, it? Oh, man, I can't wait. Did the love bug bite Mike Hopes? Of course not. Oh, all right. I bought an exterminator for my uh, large and small vessels. Well, ventricles a long time ago. So they're called a long time since I had a biology class. Ventricles, yes. Ventricles. <laughs> Vessels, ventricles, something. Is it a large and small one just hanging out? I don't know. I remember we did like a, we drew it on the ground and we had to do a maze through or some shit. I don't know. I went to a fucked up school. What are they called? All I know is Mr. Zimmerman was also my football coach. So I was going to get an A plus no matter what, baby. <laughs> Wow. Tell us about your true love or near true love so experience. Anyway, I used to date this girl. Let's call her Katie. Because her name is Katie. And uh, we saw each other for a while. And I met her at a wrestling show. So we're hanging out for a while. And uh, eventually, like, all bad things, we, we ended. And uh, <laughs> so we stopped seeing each other. But, you know, we talk occasionally here and there. Nothing, no bad blood whatsoever. We had done a few escape rooms, which, of course, bond you. Very much. So anyway, so she was messaging me the one day and then she mentioned she was going to be in Baltimore and Mm. she's from a state that's far away from here. So I said, oh, if you're going to be in Baltimore, you should come hang out and say hello. And she said, well, that'd be awkward because I'm going to go hang out with this new dude I'm seeing. I'm like, all right, cool. And then (laughs) I would have been, Melissa, what do you think about this? I would have been cool with that, right? Like I have no qualms, jealousy, whatever. Right. But then she says, actually, I have you to thank for meeting him because I met him at one of your wrestling shows. Oh, honey. I was just kind of like, why did you have to throw that in? Like I didn't introduce you guys like personally. Like just because you met him at one of my wrestling shows doesn't mean I was like, hey, you should date this Let's call Meredith and ask her what she thinks. Is that a weird little jab? I am that oblivious asshole. Like I relate to this uh, Katie in quotations. (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know i just throw things in that i think people will like and relate to and then i look back and i'm like oh shit that probably just stabbed them in the heart a little bit oops i always think it's gonna come off well and uh well like you know i don't have a heart and it misses the mark like that didn't stab me but the fact that you tried to take out my two vesticles ventricles vesticles ventricles yes is your heart in your my vesticles Uh, but yeah, really no. Says a lot. Yeah, no. Hit and, and a miss. So uh, every conversation after that, I like found some way to weasel in some kind of. I, you've been on the other end of this mic, so I think you can relate. What? So weasel <laughs> in some kind of like witty like jab and whatever I can. Like a okay. little dig. Yeah. So this dude apparently ghosted her eventually. So I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. And she's like, why are you sorry? I'm like, well, I'm responsible. I'm the one that introduced you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like whatever I can. Way to own that. And then so. um Apparently she recently got COVID, and I was like, "Well, she had it and coming." I was like, "I was like, <laughs> don't, I was like, don't tell me this guy gave you COVID, or else I'm gonna feel like the biggest piece of shit on the entire planet." And she's like, "Why do you have to be like this?" Is all through text, so this is just how I'm reading it in my head. She's like, "Why do you have to be like that? You always bring this up, blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "What? You have COVID? I thought you'd like a tasteless joke." What? <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> And then she like she never respond back. And I was like, "You get it?" Question mark. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. You could have said like the shittiest thing before that, and then used that <laughs> tag. <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't think about that before. Right? That's yeah. a killer. That's a, that's oh, a fucking man. knockout, dude. This is for your standout routine. Put that in the bank. I, I'm sure I'm the first one to create that joke. Definitely. <laughs> but you know, that's my relationship problems. So I wanted you to set the stage, Mike, to make your announcement. My announcement? Okay, well, (laughs) all right. So I was in a relationship, and it lasted almost a year. Eight months, two days, 16 (laughs) hours? Give or take. We uh, decided to stop dating in late August, and but give it like a, you know, probationary period, and and the probationary period ended, and we decided to part ways. So, I love uh, you talking about this with a fucking drink in your hand. This is just something so. This is my therapist. This drink in my hand it answers all my questions. You're like the sweetest guy I know, Mike. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you'd definitely be alone forever. What girl wouldn't want to thank be with you. a turkey, Mike? I mean, now that you're calling me that, I'm 
going to probably have zero dates. So why do they call you Turkey Mike? And what am I going to say that's going to ever say to a woman, Turkey Mike is actually a turkey? I don't even know what Meredith called you that way. I would say uh, because you should be thankful to know me every day of the year, baby. (laughs) Okay. I think women have shut this off as we've been... I think you're going to get a lot of female callers. Well, this is not a forum to put myself out there. Or to call in on. I'm going to insert, at the end of every episode, I'm going to insert, like, uh, meet Mike. He likes uh, Sega... What's that shitty Sega game you play? Dr. Robotnik's... (laughs) Something, something, the bean machine or something. Yeah. Also, ladies, in MASH, he got Mansion. Yeah, that's I true. Fr- I forget all the other ones. It's a little burp. It's true. Are you going to, um, are you going to officially change your status on this face? You know what? Podcast? I think it's about time to do that. Is that crazy? I feel like oh, monumental. Is this live? This is live. <laughs> because uh, I found out recently that she changed hers like a few days after the original breakup. Which, technically, we were broken up. I was going to say, is that how you found out? <laughs> no, I found out recently. So, But I'm going to do it right now. I'm changing my update profile. Uh, it's a monumental. So all those who don't know, Mike is still in a relationship on Facebook, but before our eyes, he's even single. They're just uh, still, they're just, it's complicated. No, Either way, it's always complicated. I like it. Uh, you want me to list what's on here for their statuses? Yeah, well, sure. Single, in a relationship, engaged, married, in a civil union. In a domestic partnership, in an open relationship, it's complicated, separated, divorced, and widowed. Wow, that's actually a lot of options. I did, I did not know about the open relationship, the divorced, or the uh, separated. I didn't either. If you guys contact us and donate to the Lancaster Improv Players Theater, I will set my relationship status to any of those. <laughs> to whichever one you want. Whichever one gets the highest The highest, highest amount. Highest yeah. donation yeah. amount. Gets I think a pick. lot of people use Facebook as a means to be like, oh, let me go see if this uh, person's single or not. I wonder if anyone's like, oh, it says they're separated. Got to wait another month or two. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's saved right now. So. It's official. Yes. Yeah, oh, if we can uh, have a moment of silence, <laughs> I want to hear all the messages Mike's about to receive. <laughs> Cool. So as part of your uh, gift, I got you a long time ago before you were officially broken up. I spent a lot of dough. I, as you know, I'm uh, besides being a journalist, I have a lot of money. Yeah, he's very rich. You know, I'm sorry about your heartbreak. I've been sitting on this gift for a, a long, long time now. <laughs> I showed Melissa a long time ago. And then, uh, you know, you kept not breaking up, not breaking up, not breaking up. So now that you're officially on the market, I uh, hope this makes you feel better, Michael. This is uh, from me. Mike Andrews. Mike Andrews. Why does that name sound so suspiciously familiar? (laughs) Hmm? Maybe because your secret screen name is Single Again 69. What do you mean by Single Again 69, Mike? Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you to have a seat right over there with your co-host, Mike Hopes, in front of the microphone for the 717 Social Club podcast. Hmm? You know, we're still climbing out of a pandemic, boys. You're still supposed to be socially distant, flattening the curve, not, you know, breaking up and then lurking about on the podcast, trying to pick up (laughs) romantic interests. It's the sort of behavior that could land you in a dark kitchen being interrogated by me. And who are you going to call to throw your bail then? Some lucky listener? We don't know. So just behave. And if you can, well, I'm going to let you both go this time. But I'll be listening to the 717 Social Club, watching as well. Stay safe, stay healthy, and good luck with the podcast. Wow. That is great. Fucking Hanson! I secretly feel like if I walk out the door, you're going to be like, you're free to go, Mike. <laughs> and the moment I walk out of the door, I'm going to be thrown to the ground and Down zip, ground. zip-tied. I love that so much. I've been sitting on that for so long. Do you know how long it was so hard to sit on that for? I sat on it too. That's, That's true. We sat on it together. I it to a lot of people. Yeah. That's Thank you for not uh, blowing it, Melissa. I appreciate you. Oh yeah, I'm actually better at keeping secrets than I knew. <laughs> um, and he kept saying like the podcast name. Like, I have to work that in. Oh my gosh. Stuff. Chris Hansen. Special thanks seven. to you. That, that was amazing. And Mike, thank you very much. That, yeah, was, uh... well, that makes you feel better. <laughs> I mean, I still am worried about going home or leaving this apartment, yeah. the studio apartment. Every time you guys wanted to officially break up, I was like, motherfucker. And then I have to like put <laughs> oh, that come into, on. I'd have to like forward that to next Luckily, week. it's still all in context. There's still COVID. So 
we we kept that yeah, going. That's true. So good work, hopes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, this is a long time ago. I got that. Wow, I I give respect for Chris Hansen. Is that, is that cameo? It is cameo. He's a big fan of the show, apparently. So well, he's listening. Shout so out to Chris Hansen. Thank you, Chris. Drinks are on me when you come to Lancaster next know, time. I didn't know that was uh, your screen name. <laughs> that was fast. What oh, is I, it, Mike sixty nine? What is it? Single, single again, again sixty nine. <laughs> Which apparently is, uh, you know, I st- I'm the only one who also uses screen names. My AOL Instant Messenger is still up waiting for people to respond. Yeah, to how me. many people do you aim? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set up the food I got from Lidl for last year. Oh, very I nice. love food. So, yes. uh, this is some, uh, is it AS- ASMR? ASMR. Yeah. You guys can all go to sleep now. You ready? It's pretty opening up a fake Twinkie. A fake Twinkie? Why is it so dark? You just ruined people trying to go to sleep. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Take a bite. Take a bite. You can't bite. <laughs> you don't know. You guys don't know how hard it was to uh, drunkenly walk past this food for two weeks. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. It was very tough. We have uh, three items here from the local Lidl that just opened up. First one is uh, kettle cooked uglies. Potato chips, buffalo ranch. All right. Well, I'm all excited right. about that. Let's try these. Cheers. Is there ASMR for chip crunching? I like it. Tastes like um. I don't taste the buffalo or the ranch though. Do you? I do. It's delicious. Oh god! If you, you have don't, a, you have a better fucking palate COVID. Than I do. Now I get chips and COVID. That's great. A tasteless thing. Oh no! I probably have COVID. That's what that means. No, it reminds me of those uh, jalapeno kettle chips. Those spicy ones. Mm-hmm. I, love I would these. eat these all no, day. No, I like no, I like them a ton too. But just nothing about them makes it feel like a buffalo or ranch. Is what I'm saying. I don't know. I taste the buffalo. I do too. Really? Literally, just like hints. But I've had this flavoring on a chip before, and it was too much. I think it was like a wavy chip, crinkle cut, and there was too much seasoning on it. This is actually perfectly balanced. Is this a Belgian waffle? Uh, these are uh, some Belgian sugar waffles in their baking section. Of course, uh, Lidl's known for their baked goods. I feel like it'd be good toasted, but we're eating them cold. Are you Just fresh to toast out, it? fresh oh. out of bag. It's okay. I'm I'm all about eating things cold. I'm not. I like it. I'm a big carb fan. Oh dude. my goodness. Hmm. You don't even need syrup for these. No. It's healthy too. The two uh, most ingredients are wheat flour and sugar, so it's good for you. <laughs> I checked. There are no toasting instructions. Tom's Bread also makes these uh, fresh. They sell what do, you call, what do you call these? Just like Belgian waffle? Belgian waffles. Belgian sugar waffle. Do you eat them cold too from them? I did because I didn't have a toaster at work. I mean, but are you supposed to toast Actually, these? Actually, they toasted them for me and it like makes the sugar a little bit more like pronounced. Yeah. I'd say these are, I don't know. I'm a fan. Thoughts, criticisms, concerns, critiques? No, I'd eat the shit out of this. Yeah, I would destroy a bag. How many are in a bag? Ten? There are about 12 of these. I want to know how much you paid because I would go there tomorrow. I knew. The reason why I didn't eat these drunk is because I knew if I opened one of these bad boys, you guys ain't seeing this. One and done. This moment's not happening right now. Like, one and done, I finished the bag. I bought these so you can uh, eat your feelings away, Mike. I've already been doing that. And last but not least... Is also this individually wrapped one. Now this kind of looks like it's a Twinkie with chocolate, and this is a Lidl brand. It's called the Mini Cakes, and it has cocoa cream. For the listeners, this kind of looks like um, a little bit like a butterscotch crumpet from Tasty Cake. Would you agree? Uh, it tastes like the Mini Muffins, like the end of right, yeah, it kind of looks like two Mini Muffins if they were square but fused together on one side. This is my least favorite, but still not bad. I agree. It's just too much, too much breading. As much as I like the little muffins. It tastes like the best part of a muffin. If you look at a cross section of this, it kind of looks like a pig nose. I got two chocolate chips <laughs> that run, you know, throughout. That's not enough chocolate chip for me is what I'm saying. You heard it here, folks. Not enough chocolate for Mike. Uh, I, I would eat the shit out of these waffles, though, any day. And the chips. Chips and the waffle favorite. I'll go to Lidl. So, top to bottom. Ugly potato chips. Belgian sugar waffles, mini cakes. Best to worst. Mike? I'm more of a savory fan than sweet fan, but I'm going to have to give it to the Belgian waffles one, chips two, then this mini muffin pig nose thing. (laughs) Melissa, go. 
chips are my favorite. I do. I, even though I'm a baker, I love salty food. I like to bake to give it to other people. I like to eat salty food. So I'm going to go chips, waffle, and yeah, mini muffins. I love carbs. I'm probably going to do the same. Yeah. I will say. Uh, but overall, I'd say a hit. Go Thank you. Lidl. Thank you for feeding me. Thank you for Chris Hansen. But thank you more so for the Lidl food. I know. These, uh, we must have a lot of money here at the studio apartment because they're um, we got fucking Chris Hansen in. We got all this we got catering. You now. realize none of this is tax deductible, right? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Mike, you got some local news for us? Are you eat your feelings away? I do. It's time for the Lancaster News. News all about Lancaster, like, like cows and city life. And, uh, and ordinary people just get together having fun. That's right, just the facts. The news, not the olds. The news. This article was sent to me uh, slightly before Thanksgiving. Just to kind of give in a snapshot of how COVID is affecting people outside of the area. And, you know, our group gatherings, a New York City sex party with over 80 people was broken up in New York City. A room full of mattresses and boxes of condoms. They had... Charge these the organizers with a lot of different f- uh, criminal charges here for all the maskless attendees that were attending this massive sex party. That's their problem with it is that they weren't wearing BDSM masks. Hey, not enough ball gags in here. No, no. And get on the floor. No, not your knees. Get up. Get up. Like lay down. <laughs> what did I see recently that? Uh... Yeah, you're from New York, Melissa. Thoughts. I saw something briefly that maybe you could test people for their STIs as everyone's getting tested for coronavirus and like yes fucking god damn it everyone should be getting tested if you're doing things (laughs) that could make you get another thing that's a sickness and an ailment that you could give to others fucking get it test on that note if you're wondering where you can get tested plant parenthood helps all genders i will say too if you're not an orgy covid is your least of concerns there are condoms about picking something up but there were condoms spread Throughout. They had multiple mattresses, multiple condoms laying. Yeah, so they were separated, the right? Like, you know, they, all the mattresses were six feet apart. No. I doubt they were in a room. They were laying all around the room. But, so, I mean, so the police, like, st- like, came into the place while everyone was fucking? Well, most of the people were not fucking, but they had a room in the back. There was, like, a lot of voyeurisms, they, like, like the couple, and like, hugging, watching I, in the corner. I think the people that were in the back of the club, it was called a place called Caligula Swingers Club. Yeah. There were some people still in the act in the back of the club, but most people were in like... In the act? Yes. Most people were like, oh, the police are here. I'm going to stop having sex. I did have a friend that uh, invited me or suggested maybe checking out a sex club. There's one in Philly and Baltimore and there's one in New York. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty more. Then I looked up the rules and regulations because I w- I'm not really into it. Maybe I'd go like watch for 20 minutes and then leave. Like, just like get a feel. Like I'll try anything <laughs> once. <laughs> Exactly. You just stand there and be like, eh, all right, cool. I've seen it before, though. I can watch it for free at home. But yeah, I looked up the rules and regulations, and no one has to get tested to begin with. <laughs> so no one's getting tested for fucking COVID. Like, no I, thank you. I think there's one in Harrisburg or somewhere around there because someone told me about it, and they told me they had a bunch of different themed rooms. Yeah. And I wanted to do, like, a, I thought it'd be really cool to go and do, like, a bunch of Tim Dance promos because, like, there's, like, Oh. There's like a doctor's office, so I could be like, I might be injured, hollow wicked, but next week I'm gonna come get you. Like a dungeon one and stuff, and a cowboy bar one. But That's oddly a enough, idea. a friend of the show, uh, Jimmy Viola, the necrosexual who's yeah. on here, he used to live next to Saints and Sinners, which was a swingers club, and he would never go. But the mythos that we would hear when I would go visit him about people that would talk about, I guess their big gimmick is they have a breakfast buffet. <laughs> All the time. What? Say what? <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm more inclined to go now. So I like, I just like loved the idea of like people just fucking eating like eggs and ham. Like, Do they serve sugar fuck. waffles there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> sugar uh, I was like, what a fucking, what, what would a 2020 thing be if this swingers club, let's say had the best pancakes in the world? <laughs> no one would fucking believe you. Cause you know, cause have you ever been to a Hooters, Melissa? Not yet. I right. almost, uh, yeah. You're not missing almost anything. There's not many so, around so anymore. So I'm going to expose a little dirty secret. Sorry, boys. Uh, Hooters wings suck. <laughs> it's not very good at all. But they try to push like their wings are good. And the only thing I can imagine is that the dudes are like, honey, I just go because the wings are great. Like, I don't want to see these fucking girls 
in the skimpy outfit. So um, I bet if the swingers club did have the best pancakes, no one would uh, believe them. My parents come into town like, I got the best brunch spot for you. (laughs) Look, look, look. Don't judge it until you try it. Honey, do you want to go to a sex club with me? Why, dear? Because they've got great pancakes, that's why. Okay, I'm hooked. I'm hooked on the pancakes. Right, I'm into it. Is that like a continental breakfast? Like, you stay over Did there? Did the club get charged? Or yeah, they got just a, the people. The owners of the club got fined 15 Well, I guess the venue was fined $15,000. And they were charged for several misdemeanors, including breaking COVID regulations, serving alcohol without a license. So. Oh, well. Usually cops have to... Uh, this was what, in New York? Yeah, this was in uh, Queens. Yeah, usually cops have to break up altercations between the Bloods and the Crips. And they had to do blood in the jizzes. <laughs> what? Maybe there was blood in their jizz. Maybe it's jizz in the crypts. <laughs> Sorry, that's gross. I thought it was a pretty good. That's that, uh, almost because a tasteless joke. That's pretty good. You got another three news stories for us? Yes, I do. Second location for Stubby's Bar and Grill planned at the former Charcoal's location in Mannheim Township. If you had been to the restaurant on Oregon Pike, it had closed late last month, but the owner of this restaurant is now deciding to expand outside of the city. Charcoal's was formerly owned by the uh, John Catris, who owned Alley Cat and Jukebox in Lancaster. I've never been to Charcoal's, have you? I had, and it, I used to go there for trivia every once in a while. It was a nice place. I think I still have a gift card for there, side I, note. I have a soft spot for Alley Cat. I have been there not as frequently as I would like to, but I live close by, so once COVID goes away... I'm gonna go to the alley cat. Uh, I I don't I wouldn't go there if it wasn't for their cheap like pizza buffet that like soaks up all the booze in my liver. Is that where booze hangs out? <laughs> uh, obviously, I don't know much about biology. Ventricles, man. Speaking of restaurants, the most recent Lancaster restaurant safety inspections had come out this week. Mm. All right. Some of the places that had gotten some longer reviews because there have been a lot. This report. Does a lot of follow-ups on places that may have had a previous violation. Lidl's isn't considered a restaurant, I hope. No, but there are, interestingly, a lot of, like, public education facilities on here, like schools and... Really? Some, of, some churches. I didn't, like know, I didn't know they tested um, schools. I apologize if the owner of any of these establishments are listening, but uh, the Elro... If, it, if it's our town, bro, shut the fuck it's up. It's not our town, no. I didn't, <laughs> shut the fuck up. They're not on the list. The no, up. they are super clean and sanitary. Yes. Follow all restrictions and regulations. Uh, some of the notable ones are El Rodeo, who says oh, that... Oh, no, I love their food. Their ventilation does not have a metal container to catch runoff grease, and grease is flowing down the wall and puddling on the floor. A pink and tan residue inside their ice maker. That one gets noted a lot. The the, so the pink residues I... also was at the Orgy Club, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There are certain things that I've seen, like, multiple times that people are looking for that, like, I think... I don't know. I don't know. But one that I, I saw once was like a chopped got written up, like a salad works got written up because there was salad on the floor. I'm like, yeah, they're not putting that in the bowl, but they're tossing salad. That's like the fun of the show. Also tossing salad at the orgy club. <laughs> Plus, you all really right, all right, pink residue. <laughs> Square Mile Public House in Mountville. One of the main ones was raw turkey stored above raw beef in the walk-in cooler. Uh, again, more grease. Uh, just. Clean up your damn grease, people. Come I just on. got my manager serve safe, so like, I see you. The only turkey that goes raw is my boy Mike, right? <laughs> turkey Mike. <laughs> Couple of McDonald's on the list. Uh, Wait, which McDonald's? Skippy works at a McDonald's. Does he? Yeah, we're uh, going to have to get some firsthand information next I week. mean, there, there wasn't a long list, but the Lincoln Highway, uh, East McDonald's, the Oregon Pike McDonald's. Just when you thought their food couldn't get any more unhealthy. Disgusting. They hit all these uh, sanitation violations. Uh, do you remember that Chinese place next to LA Fitness used to get hit all the time? Which where's the uh, which one's the LA Fitness one? Is that on Oregon Pike or Lidditz Pike? The one that's near Giant and whatnot? Oh, that's near Giant. That's Lidditz Pike. I guess it's between both Oregon. Yeah, I remember it used to be right next to... Uh, oh, the sushi place, like Blue Pacific? That place? Uh, it's on that road, but the Chinese place used to be next to LA Fitness. Okay. And they used to get hit all the time. And now they're no longer there. Man. Yeah, my uh, Chinese food place used to get hit for a while. When uh, COVID like first started coming into the area, when we first got shut down, and then they got written up because they were leaving their door open. They were like... They were just leaving their door open a crack, and it's like, then they wrote it in as like, pest could get in. I was like, they're just trying to ventilate because it's probably hot as shit in there. Like, I get it, but I still want to eat there. So. I kind of like a little uh, sanitation violation with my Chinese food. I feel I like agree. it adds a. I need a bee. Adds to the general solid. 
Like, I know it's going to be good if there's a B on it. Yeah, correct. A plus, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Nope. See, there's yeah. no spice in an A plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some of the other frequent appearances on this list are Dunkin' Donuts, where they... <laughs> I like this sentence. The person in charge does not have adequate knowledge of food safety and is evidenced by its non-compliant inspection. Fruit flies on several donuts stored in the back. Any uh, other notable uh, restaurants? Uh, let's see. House of Pizza is on here for a few. <laughs> Don't downtown? Yeah. But this really just says their uh, food located in their walk-in has been held for more than 48 hours and not dated as As if all the drunk-ass people going there used to be one thirty in the morning gave a fuck. That's very give fair. Them a fuck out of I've, the only time I've ever been in there, they could just give me a cardboard box. I would be like, "Thank you for the pizza. <laughs> this, this is, is delicious. The, is the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Deep dish. Oh, and uh, you guys are gonna be <laughs> sad to hear this. Deep dish. A bag or A B and G. No, not my American Bar and Grill. Also, more grease related revi- uh, violations. <laughs> but the wings. I want my grease because they're greasy. I want my grease. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the only violation for ABG? You want me to, I'll read the full thing. Uh, ice in the hand wash sink in the food prep area causing or indicating uses other than hand washing. A residue build up inside the soda gun at the bar. Oh, yeah. Using uh, quaternary ammonia sanitizer at extremely high concentration of 400 parts per million, which is not approved by the federal regulation code. Y'all need a manager? I'm trying to overdo it because of COVID, right? I'm just going to like, this is actually a good idea. I should start looking at those and be like, hey, you want a manager? Yeah, safe approved. Yeah. There you go. You can get El Rodeo if you're listening. I know, you got just got, I know you just got hit with all these sanitary violations. Let me clean this place up as your new manager. Ooh. Ooh. P.F. Chang's hit the list as well. Never been. I don't want to work there. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> yeah. How about our our buffet to get hit right on uh, Fruitville? No, Dragon Buffet didn't. But <laughs> Our buffet? Waffle House. No violations. Waffle House is on How the plonk. fuck is your Waffle House not getting hit? Because they're always busy. They're, they're hard open workers. 24 hours. Did you ever see that story where uh, a dude went to Waffle House drunk and the only employee working was sleeping because he was like high on something? Yep. Did you ever see this, Mike? No, I didn't. And then he, so he, co- he took pictures of himself cooking his own food that he ordered on the menu and then Waffle House offered him a job as a chef. Oh what did God. someone tell me recently that Bruno Mars was over at like uh, Rock Liddit's? And somehow he was like, hey, guys, I'm going to go ahead and cook myself a meal. Is that cool with y'all? And they were like, yeah, no worries, Bruno Mars. Do your thing. And he just made a fucking mess of everything. That's what I was told. I like That's Bruno awesome. Mars. I don't know. He's but like, I'll he was make just a like, souffle for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said he made like a burger and there was just like shit everywhere. Like he was like chefing it up, but didn't clean up. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so in addition to being safe with COVID, be responsible when you're going out to eat. We should do a game, maybe with or without Skippy, maybe the week after, where you give us some sanitary violations in a restaurant, and we have to guess which one is okay. a restaurant. That'd be fun. I feel like this report article comes out monthly, so you can uh, well, we can follow up in January. And see well, what that. schools were on there? Uh, again, most of the schools on here were not... Uh, not they were all cool? They were all pretty compliant, but... Let me see. There was a... They make a list of everyone that they checked, but then they also put, like, who fucked up. (laughs) But they they don't, like, put a shiny gold star next to the people who didn't either. Yeah, that's true. Glad Kalaloo didn't get hit, right? No Kalaloo on here. Um, Lancaster Country... No Rachel's Crepes? No Rachel's Crepes. Lancaster Country Day School, they said... uh, Old label residue on stacked food containers. So, like, there's the schools that I read. Old label residue? Apparently. So, they're seeing some little sticky shit on one of the containers, and they're like, oh, we know you've reused a container. They're like, we're not saying we didn't reuse a container. We washed it. They're like, "Mm, but I can see the sticky residue. I I never understood the what's the the hygiene issue with not being able to wash your hands in the same sink as you do dishes. I'll let Melissa like as long as you use different soaps. You're not supposed to dump stuff in there because I guess you're. It's because of what could lay on the bottom. All I'm trying to say is uh, napkins are used for your nose and another orifice of your body. (laughs) (laughs) And those don't get any violations, right? Same thing. Napkins? No, I guess not. Tissues. Tissues? Yeah. As long as you wash your hands after and throw (laughs) them in the proper receptacle. There was one on here about. Some of the paper towel dispensers not having sufficient like batteries or electric, so there people couldn't customers couldn't even wash their hands. 
or dry their hands with paper towels. Motherfucker. What's weird is the Chinese buffet, uh, the dragon one on Fruitville, they don't have a door in the guy's stall. Did you ever notice that? No, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed that as a person who uses any bathroom that's empty. Yeah, I think there it's... are certain places that don't have stalls the that, I... or doors in the stall, and I'm like, all right, the village I, doesn't. I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to watch someone pee. The village way. doesn't because I think people used to do like coke all the time on the in the stalls. Yeah. Chinese buffet, I like to think that uh, people um, try to steal food and Tupperware. The Shamrock, though, is also very weird. Because people, the men's bathroom, they have a curtain for the toilet. Like, so when you get done using the bathroom, you're like, ta-da! <laughs> and then they also have, like, I don't know if I've ever seen this, Melissa, but uh, old school bathrooms used to have, like, a trough. For, oh, yeah, like, that's people, actually like, what I was thinking of. Arena. Yeah, so, like, the Shamrock has, like, the bathtub to be in, which is I've weird. I've been in the Shamrock's men's room, and I did not like it. If you've been in the Shamrock, you'd think it'd be the, as glamorous as the bar, but nope. <laughs> It's a good talking point. My friend one time went in there and he saw someone doing coke off the toilet seat. Yeah, no, you could see like residue on there. Open. We thought sex parties were the biggest problem with America. I wonder how COVID started. Good news news story. The news stories this week. Oh, thank you. And then our last story. This was a recent development, but a Lancaster City man drove to Indiana to kidnap a 13-year-old girl, brought her back to the county to assault. Andrew Evan Howland, 38, was arrested on Wednesday night at the Comfort Inn in Columbia where West Hempfield Township found him with the girl. And she was reported as a runaway from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office in Indiana. And he took her to like two different hotels, right? I think he tried to, yeah. He tried to take her to a couple of different hotels and then settled in the one in Columbia. The danger of being marked a runaway happens to many, many people. And and then they're not looked into and then... That fucking sucks. So I'm glad that they found him and it seems like he's getting charged. Yeah, six felonies... Uh, including kidnapping for ransom, unlawful contact with a minor, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse with a minor, statutory sexual assault, and so on. Because so even ten years ago, as yeah, I know you guys know how much true crime I listen to, but even ten years ago, being marked as a runaway would actually just stop any investigation into that. Interesting. Nowadays, though, I think the FBI is so accustomed to looking through uh, internet databases, and I think that's how they tracked him as they're looking up how, how they message each other. Are you Can we in get the Chris Hansen, our avid listener, to tell us <laughs> yeah. how he might have been found? But uh, it's interesting you brought that up because I know that dude. He's actually oh. a professional wrestler for <gasps> Lancaster Championship Wrestling. No kidding. And he always, Are you kidding me? He, no, and he always set off a weird alarm to me. Uh, he was always very like standoffish and not friendly, and. Um, I always thought he was kind of like a weird dude, and uh, I'm unfortunate that he's this weird because I would have never guessed this. Wow, but, what's his uh, stage? That name? must have sent you like. Sh- I, I couldn't tell you when you oh. saw that. Did like what was your first thought when you saw that on? I think I saw it on Facebook first, but it's weird if you see someone you know with those charges. Yeah, I mean, I obviously wasn't friendly with him. I mean, I'm generally pretty friendly in general, but out of an entire locker room, I always got the impression that he wasn't a fan of mine. He prefers little girls. Exactly. If all these charges are true, then uh, I'm totally okay with that. But uh, completely always rubbed me the wrong way and uh, fuck him. That's interesting. I I always say go with your gut. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a fun episode. I feel like we really ran the gamut. We talked food, sex, Mike's relationship, sex. A little bit of everything. Turkeys. Rock and roll. I'm alongside with... Melissa Schmidt. And uh, Turkey Mike recently, single ladies. He's uh, He has salt hair. Great lower back. Gobble, Uh, gobble. awesome. (laughs) Yes, gobble, gobble. It's Mike Andrews. And my name is Mike Hopes. Ciao. Sorry, Rachel. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky Gotta testify Come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky Back when they thought pink polos are hurt the rock Before Cam got the shit to pop, the doors is closed I felt like bad boy street team, I couldn't work the locks Now let's go Take them back to the plan Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van Any pessimists, I ain't talk to them Plus I ain't had no phone in my apartment 
Let's take them back to the club. Least about an hour, I stand on line. I just wanted to dance. I went to Jacob for an hour after I got my advance. I just wanted to shine. Jay's favorite line, dog, in due time. Now they look at me like, damn, dog, you what I am. A hip-hop legend, I think I died in an accident. Cause this must be heaven. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. Yeah. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Now let's take them high. Slick Rick got the shit to pop I'd do anything to say I got it Damn them new loafers hurt my pocket Before anybody wanted K-West beats Me and my girl split the buffet at KFC Dog, I was having nervous breakdowns Like man, these niggas that much better than me Baby, I'm going on an airplane And I don't know if I'll be back again Sure enough, I sent the plane tickets But when she came to kick it, things became different Any girl I cheated on, she skeeted on Couldn't keep it at home, thought I needed a knee alone I'm trying to right my wrongs, but it's funny them saying wrongs help me write the song now. I gotta testify, come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' touch the sky. You gon' touch the sky, baby girl, testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' touch the sky. Yes, 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 guess who's on third? Lupe still like looping the third. Here like here till I'm bitter on the curb. Peach fuzz buzz, but bitter on the verge. Let's slow it down like river on the surf. Bottle shaped body like Mrs. Butterworth. But before you say another word, I'm back on the block like I'm laying on the street. I'm trying to stop lying like I'm unrobbed, but I'm not lying when I'm laying on the beat. On God, a touche Lupe cool as the unthaw, but I still feel possessed as a gun charge. Come as correct as a porn star. And a fresh pair of steps and my best phone call. So, I represent the first. Now let me in my verse right where the horns are like, uh. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' touch the sky. You gon' touch the sky, baby girl. Testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' touch the sky. 